You ready? I am. All right. On three, two, one. What the fuck is up, everybody? Welcome to the Great Girth Podcast. Welcome back after another, oh God, another long absent, um, absence. It's been a while. We've missed a few things. Austin, buddy, how are you? I'm doing good. Just got off work, so. And I'm oh, working like an hour more than I was scheduled to be. Dude, that shit sucks. I've been there before. That's that's not fun. What all did you do today? Is it the food truck? Yeah. We've got a tent downtown at a Christmas market, so. Oh, dude, it's that time of year, too. It's going to get busy, busy. Oh, my God. Yeah, we did a stupid so amount of money hear- today. Well, what time did you guys have to start? Nine. Goddamn, nine to eight, basically. Pretty much. God damn, that's a lot, dude. Good money, though. Shoot. Have you um been following any of the news lately? Um, Some here, here and there. I mean... Well, I, I can imagine you've been kind of like being force fed all the shit about Elon Musk and Twitter still. Oh yeah, how it's apparently drowning. Supposedly yes. Now hear this. A record um engagement on the website. Right. Like so you know I've been hearing from everybody that it's like it's uh the worst it's ever been, but then I'm looking at it and it's they've had the most engagement that they've had like ever. So I'm like, how's it falling apart? I'm so happy when they reinstated the Babylon Bee. I was like, yay! Like, dude, it's fucking, it's awesome. I'm having a great time with it. But have you seen, like, how he's going through the company's, like, closets and shit? And he found a stack of shirts that said hashtag stay woke on them? (laughs) Dude, he was like, look what I found, LOL. Like... It's funny, dude, because, you know, any reason not to be like, okay, yeah, there's free speech again. Like, they want any reason to be like, this is going to suck. Because all you hear from people is like, oh, it's the worst it's ever been. I'm like, I don't know, man. The numbers for Twitter are high, and Twitter is, like, more popular than Facebook right now. That's been a while, like, what, 10 years? Yeah, and it, the, the thing is that the, the thing is that, a lot of people aren't panicked about what they're going to say. But what was funny, though, is when he was like, are we going to bring Trump back? And then they had the poll and so it came out. Yes. He was like, OK, I'm letting Trump come back. And Trump goes, well, my um, truth social has been such a success. And frankly, I don't think I'm going to go back to Twitter. And everybody's like, yeah, we'll you see how long that lasts. Well, right, because his truth social thing is great and all. Like, I use it, and it's pretty good for being, like, a startup. But, dude, it's not Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Like, Twitter's right. still better. I If I had a choice, Twitter would be the first place I'm going. Now, let's see. What's what's this about? Um, assuming you heard about the fucking guy that – or college student that lost his uh, 
scholarship from a video about him singing some rap lyrics and he said the n-word yeah i saw that so my question is did he apologize like they wanted him to well he came out he's like i understand it's their decision to make and that's the decision they would have made and i guess that's their decision so that that kind of makes sense i mean i I get it if that's the route they're going in, especially like for him. Like I, I understand where he's like, that's not really my decision, but I think we can all agree it's kind of stupid. I mean, we've. He had seems this like the kind of kid who just. He seems like just the kid who kind of just like leave wants to be left the hell alone. Well, yeah, he doesn't and want he to. Knows that if he just comes out and goes, stop my decision, it's whatever. That people will leave him alone. Yeah. Well, it it kind of makes sense just given that if you're a kid and you got the scholarship and then they take it away because of a personal video of yours or something you said in your personal time, the last thing you want is to have to be on fucking The View and all this shit. Like, the last thing you want to be is fucking everywhere. Right. So I get where he's like, it is what it is. We're done. At the same time, though, it's kind of like, well... Seems a little dumb that they did it, but it makes sense. I mean, it's, I don't know what fucking scholarship it was. I'm actually going to look it up because I don't know much about the story. I just heard Matt Walsh talking about it. Hold on. I found something else too because I'm fucking, go ahead. Yeah, I was just saying this. Apparently, he was singing along to some song and a bunch of people got their panties in a twist over it. They started writing a rule. Look at this racist guy. Yeah, that's kind of what I figured. They started getting their fucking panties in a bunch and having she was their singing the song of your people. It. What do you mean? Same old shit, different day, basically. But I get where he's like, I don't want to fucking follow up with this. I'm not gonna take this to court. Like it's not, it's not a Kyle Rittenhouse situation. It's just a dude from the middle of fucking bumfuck Egypt. So I get where he's like, I don't even care. Dude, hey, what is so- going on? With- Kanye West. Have you seen this shit? The dude's gone insane. I used to actually like him, so I was like, you know, I don't like his music, but he always, like, speaks his mind, and now he's, like, tripping on everybody. I don't know what the fuck that's about. He and Candace Owens are just gone crazy. Wait, you think the same thing about Candace Owens? Why? Some of the stuff that Candace Owens has been sitting there right with him. Like some of the most racist garbage I've ever, most like anti-Semitic garbage I've ever heard in my entire. He said, and I quote, "I am going to go DefCon on the Jews." And Candace Owens goes, the- "Oh, that's okay. He can say that. That's fine." What's his problem with the Jews, though? Isn't it like he was questioning somebody's fucking motive or whatever with money? Well, yeah, he's he's they're doing that saying that age-old anti-Semitic bullcrap of, well, black people are also Jewish. All black people are the real Jews. These other Jews just came in here and took our land and 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 they, ta- they took control over a bunch of stuff like the media and they take control of everything. And now the Jews are manipulating. So I wouldn't be surprised he comes out and talks about how there's a Jewish space laser to control the weather. He's definitely kind of gone off his rocker. What the hell is this? I'm looking at something where 
So I guess he tweeted Shapiro starvingly accepts a hundred thousand from one of my opponents, then tries to trash me, and Shapiro responds on Twitter, sadly you trashed yourself. You didn't need my help. It wasn't me, it wasn't the Jews, it was just you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like what's he flipping on? What the fuck? I don't I don't know though, because Kanye's always like had a He's had a track record, like, going back and forth and then posting videos of him with, like, bags on his head and shit. Well, he's always been crazy. But I think he start, He saw Trump, and he kind of liked Trump, and he came out. I liked Trump, and he got a bunch of, like, press about it, and a bunch of people paid attention to him. I said, now he's going as far out and as crazy as he can get to try to get people to... Pay attention to him. Well, pretty much. He kind of lost his relevancy with everything that he's been going through. Like, <clears throat> I think that it started with uh, the whole, like, not just the Jew thing, but other shit, too. Like, probably beginning with Trump. So, it's, and you know, it's definitely starting from there. He said that slavery was a decision that black people made. I think he was talking about... Like the idea of being enslaved, though. But I mean, I don't know. I don't know the full extent. No, he talked about how people who were enslaved in, I mean, in the um, 15th, 16th century, or the um, 16th to 17th century, um, it was their decision to be enslaved. And there's an old quote from some civil rights leader that says the lay my body at the bottom of the ocean with my brothers who knew that death was better than servitude. And so people are saying that's what he meant. It was like, oh, you could have killed yourself. You didn't have to be a slave. You could have killed yourself. That's true. He's always said, like, the weirdest shit. God damn, dude, fucking Ben Shapiro has another new book out. The Death of Marriage is Killing America by Ben Shapiro. What the fuck is this? I'll buy them all. He has a freaking... I'm a Ben Shapiro simp. No, me too. I well, Matt Walsh, Ben Shapiro. I love them all. My favorite's probably. I don't know. My favorite's Matt Walsh. I love Candace Owens. She's kind of gone off her rocker though. I've been like watching the, her show, and she's like really anti like porn and shit. So is Matt Walsh, but she's like a further extent. And well, she's, she's like out of her mind when it comes to that. Well, she just. So Candace Owens is the like ultimate grifter, where she like she'll just say anything if it's if she thinks it's gonna make her money. I think that's why she's sticking with Kanye because it gives her notoriety and it'll make her some money. But I mean, that um, could be. But of all the Daily Wire people, Ben Shapiro is my favorite. Um, I probably agree more with like Andrew Clavin. Than anybody else, but I just his show is boring. No, yeah, Clavin's show is really boring. Like, I like what he said to Candace about the porn thing. He was like, "Don't emasculate men." And she's like, "What does that mean?" And he was like, "Well, don't take away their masculinity when it comes to the topic of porn." Like, no, not a lot of people agree with it, but it's not something that like he's basically saying like, "Hey, you're going a little too off the deep end with it." Now I'm over here dying because I just read this thing. It's like animated gay teen romance film is woke Disney's latest box office bomb. I got to read this. What the fuck? 
bear with me here. I'm over here reading through articles. So apparently this thing is called Strange Worlds, an animated film featuring a gay teen romance open Wednesday to a poor 4.2 million in ticket sales. Supposed to be making at least a little over 21 million. What should have been a strong holiday weekend, but according to Bloomberg, the film which pushes sexual orientation and climate agendas is on track to be Disney's latest overwoke nightmare. Dude, the budget on this was 180 million. So with 180 million, they only brought in 4.2 million. Where'd you go off then? Austin, are you alive? I just realized I've had this mic muted the whole time. <laughs> Did you catch anything I said? I've, I've been sitting here, sitting here talking and like, he can't hear me. I was I was just saying like that fucking strange world Disney thing. So it it was on a budget of 180 million and it was supposed to bring in at least 21 million over the weekend. It's brought in thus far 4.2 million dollars. This is what happens when you That's push the credit. the shit. I bet you it was bad marketing too cuz I don't even know anything about this. Strange world, what is this? Okay, hold on. Here's good old Ben Shapiro on Twitter. As Disney begins pushing Strange World for next week's release, here's the reminder that their not-at-all-secret-gay agenda to target kids is ongoing. It's a part of the plot of this movie, just as it was with Lightyear. Your kids, your choice. Well, Whatever the fuck that is. That's what pisses me off. The plot of Lightyear that wasn't about gay people. Did you actually watch Lightyear? Because I did not. Well, I was like, you know what? I love Toy Story so much. And I was so bored one day. I was like, you know what? I'm just, I already have Disney Plus. Like, you know, I'm just going to watch it. It's free on Disney Plus. And I watched it and it was okay. I mean, it was pretty campy and dumb. And I really hated that they didn't have Tim Allen. They didn't um, have Tim Allen. But that's the prime. Go ahead. Sorry. Buzz Lightyear's friend is a lesbian. And oh, so yeah, yeah. You were telling me a little bit about that. Yeah, he goes forward in time. He comes back and he sees that they're now older. And he comes back and sees they got married. Goes up, goes down. He's a kid. Go up, go down, see that they see that she's old. Come back, come down, see that her wife died. Come up, go down. And then this person and then his friend dies. It's not an integral part of the plot. And I know that Ben is spo- is doing that to try to. It's his job to over-sensationalize things like that. But, like, come on. Now, this movie, it's supposed to be the, like, main part, big part of the plot. So, I don't know. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now just to get a little more insight. So, Strange World tells the story of a gay teen by the name of Ethan, voiced by, I don't want to say his name because I feel like I'm going to say it wrong, Jabuki or Jabuki Young White. That within oh, itself is a bizarre name. Yeah, dude, Jabuki, Jabuki. Call him Jabuki. I don't know how to how okay. How would you pronounce it? It's J A B O U K I E. Is that Jabuki? 
I have no clue. <laughs> Jabroti, uh, Jahomi. So he has the support of his loving biracial parents. Now, a searcher by the, voiced by Jake Gyllenhaal and Meriden, Gabrielle Union, whoever that is, they're the family, whatever. The family rejects its uh, fabled heritage as it explores to farm, but ends up pulled back into the family business to hunt for a searcher's father, Jaeger, or Jaeger, Dennis Quaid, who went missing when he was a child. Their search, aided by their disabled dog, <laughs> takes them to Avaliana, a strange world where a fragile ecosystem, uh, with a fragile ecosystem, Ethan struggles to get past his shyness around his love interest, a boy named... God, I don't know how to say these fucking names. Dazio or Dazio? It doesn't matter. It looks like Seattle Times critic Soreen Anderson... I can't fucking say anyone's name, dude. This sucks. I hate the world we live in. Wrote that the film features an uneasy marriage of clunky psychodrama and over something special effects that made it a chore to sit through. Well, reading this fucking plot was a chore. I can understand where this dude felt like this movie was really shitty to sit through. Strange World. What is this? Is this on Disney Plus or is this just in the theaters? In addition to... Then go to Disney Plus later. Right, like in two weeks. In addition to flopping at the box office, Strange World is not upholding Disney's tradition of animated success. It earned a cinema score rating of B, the lowest rating ever for a Disney animated feature. Incorrect. Every Disney animated film since Beauty and the Beast has received some form of A to A plus, A negative, whatever, A minus. The film also has a very mediocre score from the audiences, including 59% on Rotten Tomatoes. Let's see here. Disney, Pixar's, this is from Rosie, Rosie's Offensive Dinner Guest, some Twitter person. Disney's Pixar new left-wing propaganda film, Strange World is Bought Me at the Box Office. Hashtag... Oh, these aren't even hashtags. I'm reading this shit wrong. Main character is gay, biracial couple, no white people. Shocker. Climate change metaphor, even the dog is disabled. <laughs> Brianna Wu from Twitter said, If you thought conservatives freaked out over Lightyear, the bet over hashtag Strange World, which is great. Main protagonist is gay. Older people don't find it something. I can't even see because the way they fucking did this is stupid. They chopped it off. Even the dog is disabled. Everyone's freaking out about the disabled dog. Disney stock has fallen over 33% over the last year amid and something economy, blah, 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 blah. In many cases, conservative customer base has pretty much been the downfall of this. The company clashed bitterly with Florida Governor Ron DeSantis over the law that prohibits public schools from teaching kids below the fourth grade level about sexual orientation and radical gender theory. What the fuck does that have to do with Disney losing the sales? Disney has also ticked off conservatives by showing a transgender man purchasing tampons in a TV series. Well, let's see. It's embracing the trend of environmental, social, government, strategy, the court, blah, blah, blah. None of this is important. So, in a nutshell, this movie sucked. Yeah. Because, yeah, in a nutshell, this movie sucked because it doesn't look like left-wing crazies are even giving it a good rating. Man, it's almost like we don't need the agenda. It's almost, it's almost like people like just want to watch. Make a, a good. The issue is you got to make if you make a good movie and someone happens to be gay in it. Okay, <clears throat> but when you go, we right. need a movie 
that is going to um, show all of the gay, disabled, gay people, the disabled dogs in the planet that they have representation, then usually the movie kind of sucks. Right. Like, if you're going to make a movie where it has some sort of newer topic or trend, make it count. I always use this as a good example. Halloween Kills, man. Big John and Little John. They were a gay couple. They were probably the best part of the whole movie because it didn't matter that they were gay. Their sexual orientation wasn't their character. It's like with Will and Grace. Will and Grace was so big because they just treated their the gay guy as like, oh, he's just a normal dude. He just happens to suck dick. Right. He happens to be gay, but he's one of the main characters and he's awesome. That's Will and Grace is actually a pretty phenomenal show. I tend to like it. A lot of yeah, people hate on it. Because it is <clears throat> let's make this story. Oh, and this guy happens to be gay. It's not this guy and the whole movie is not this guy is super gay. Right. It's not just like, oh, look at representation. He's gay. <clears throat> and like <clears throat> a lot of it too is I think that where where these movies are fucking up is where we've talked about Democrats fucking up. So even other Democrats are irritated because they went after your kids. When you fuck with a parent's child, it gets very personal. So I think that's kind of where they made their mistake, which is what you see with Bill Maher this. No, what did he say? I mean, I know he's been kind of like he's still fully Democrat, but he's definitely against like the left wing ideology. But what did he say? He was like, Democrats need to stop because what they're doing is they're making a mistake. They're going after kids. He said, and I won't vote for it. He said, the only thing that will ever make me vote for Republican is if Democrats keep coming for kids. Right. When your own, when your own like <clears throat> ideology or not even ideology, when your own side of the room starts to alienate its own people, then it becomes a problem. And I fully understand Bill Maher in that sense. It's like, dude, don't don't go after people's kids. If they continue to do that, I'm not going to vote, which I get that totally 100%. That's where they fucked up. That's where these Disney movies are fucking up. They're coming after the kids, and a lot of parents are getting irritated, including a lot of which are Democrat. Because let's be honest, not every Democrat is psychotic. There are some that are actually mentally there. Unfortunately, go ahead. Oh, no, sorry. Someone just is driving mentally retarded in front of me. Now, what the fuck do you want? <clears throat> what is you know this? that, you know that just... uh, it's that family guy um, thing. It's like, man, you drive worse than, a, um, than an Asian woman pulling out of the interstate. She goes, I, okay, I'm going to cross across four lanes of traffic with no turn signal. Here I go. Good luck, everybody else. And she just... Cuts across four lanes of traffic. <laughs> that reminds me of this comedian Chanel showed me. I think I told you about this like a long time ago on the show. He's this black comedian that was like talking about how, oh yeah, yeah, we did an episode on this about Dr. Seuss. And he's like talking about how people were like, Dr. Seuss is racist because he's got that section in his book where it's like the Chinese people are eating with sticks. And he's like, that's not racist. Chinese people eat with sticks. And he was like, It'd be racist if they were like, and the Chinese man is such a snicker. He weaves in and out of traffic without first using his blinker. <laughs> <laughs> it made me laugh because I was like, that's so true, dude. That's such a stereotype. Like, 
You remember that show I was telling you about that Ari Shaffer did called The Amazing Racist? Yeah. Yeah, he was like, there's one episode where he's like, I'm doing a... He's like, I decided to start a, a school for the round eye impaired. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, they just aren't safe behind the wheel, whether they're plowing their <laughs> vehicles into markets or even plowing their planes into Pearl Harbors. <laughs> Dude... Those are the best. I don't know what it is. Like, people get so offended so easily. It's, like, hard not to say anything just to fuck with them. Like, I've always found racist jokes to be the funniest fucking jokes in the world because a lot of them end up being true. That's the sad thing. Like, the idea that you can fit a bunch of Mexicans in one car, that's that's accurate. I've seen it. I've heard of it. I lived around it. Like, that's 100% accurate. But it's a stereotype, so people... Mostly white people, they get all offended, like, as if they're the ones suffering. Like, I'm a Mexican. I get the back end of that joke. It's still fucking funny, though. Except you can't fit more than Tony and one other person in the seat of front seat of a truck. No, I'm the back seat of that truck, dude, and I take the whole thing up. I'm so fucking... Like, you remember that rental car I... I took a picture of him. I showed you, like, well, I'd love to see you get out of that thing. <laughs> yeah. You gotta roll on the ground to get out. Dude, it really felt like I was on the ground, dude. It's Ron White's head at best wearing a pack of gum. That's what that was. What the hell is going on with China? Let's see this. There's some more shit about COVID. China. Sorry. China. I'm looking through Daily Wire's, like, latest news reports, and I'm finding all the weirdest shit. So let's see. Chinese citizens are protesting the communist nation's strict COVID policies with at least one demonstration turning violent. Well, that's not a rarity. Protests intensified over the weekend in major cities across China, including Beijing, uh, Wuhan, and other places. According to the media reports, the demonstration in Shanghai eventually devolved into chaos, the police chasing protesters and deploying pepper spray. The protests emerged as a response to the zero COVID policies imposed by the Chinese Communist Party government since the beginning of the pandemic. Are they still going on with this shit? How strict is it really over there? I'm here because I love my country, but I don't love my government. I want to be able to go out freely, but I can't. Our COVID-19 policy is a game and not based on science or reality. Welcome to the fucking party, pal. Yeah, and that guy disappeared five days later. Oh, yeah, no, you know he's gone. He's at a concentration camp. I mean, happy camp. Yeah, he's just there to learn about how great the camp, how great the um, policies are. He's not, he's not, he's not lining, mining lithium in South China. Right, he's just camping. Nothing, nothing more to it. It's oh, like dude. A, Tony, it's like a work release <clears throat> program. No work release program. Did you think about what we said? What did we talk about? <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because a lot of these people are wearing masks that says hush. Yeah, four but months damn. later. Four year, um, a year later, he's back on the... The Chinese potty has done such a good job. Um, they are so <laughs> smart. They know exactly what they're doing. I was wrong. Oh, yeah, dude. Misled the public. <clears throat> Well, imagine, like, you can't say shit because, like, countries like China, they have to use VPNs just to go on Truth Social if they can get that, which is fucking sad because 
There's another one that Trump had a, a hand in. It's called Getter, you know, kind of like Rabber by the Pussy. Um, yeah. <laughs> so Getter is full of Chinese people, dude. Like, I joined it, and all these anti-government Chinese people have followed me, and they're posting videos of things happening in China, fully in Chinese, by the way. No, like, translation, so I can't understand a word of what I'm seeing. Oh, he's just taking notes, yeah, like... Yeah. It's all just shit going on in China. It was terrible. What the hell is this, dude? Like, this is why I stopped using getters, because it's just full of Chinese people posting the horrors in China that I can't fully understand because I don't speak Chinese, or any language for that matter. Hey, at least this guy, hold on, I'm looking at one right now. At least he had the audacity to put some of this in English. <clears throat> so... Close Chinese, 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 Chinese. <laughs> Sorry, I'm reading the first part. Chinese, Chinese, Chinese. Political riots broke out at the 20th CPC National Congress. Something faction was cleared. And former CPC leader, who, Janito, was forcibly, that was racist the way I did that. Sorry. Ooh. Was forcibly dragged out of the meeting hall to detain the Chinese people for massacre, genocide, and genocide under the pretext of clearing the CCP virus. At least he had the audacity to put it in English. My God. It's like, y'all, if you want our help, can you at least do it in our language? Right. If you have nothing to hide, why don't you try writing in English? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, fucking. That's why I stopped using Getter for so long. Oh, my God, man. I've been going on this really weird binge. I'm watching a lot of, like, really, really old horror films. Have you ever seen The Fly, the David Cronenberg horror film with Jeff Goldblum? Well, it feels like a million years ago. <clears throat> yeah, that's an old one, like early 80s or no, 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 like late 80s. But, <clears throat> you know, it's the one where Goldblum is this uh, really weird scientist that fucking he figures out how to basically do like a teleportation from one cryogenic pod to another i might be saying that wrong but he figures out that the thing sucks when it comes to using flesh but it can like move objects and shit or it can cook food in a synthetic way because it's all done by a computer that doesn't actually know everything completely shocker so this guy decides it'd be a smart idea to put himself in there and try to teleport to the next pod when he does it a fly gets in by accident he gets teleported and then within days Motherfucker turns into a fly. Sounds corny. It's actually a pretty cool movie. It's really ahead of its time for 80s, especially with special effects. And David Cronenberg is known for these types of movies. He did another one called Scanners. That's a pretty cool one. It's about a fucking... I watched that one recently. It's about this guy that goes out and he's sent to... Well, it's like a group of people. They're going out to kill people that can do telepathy and shit like that. And I remember one of like the opening scenes is like this dude's fucking head exploding. It's the craziest thing ever. You just see him gritting his teeth, and he's like, and then boom. It's pretty legit. Um, yeah, and then I watched Soylent Green. I don't know if you've ever heard of that one, but basically it's in a future where the world's oh, yeah, overpopulated. What's up? I said, oh, yeah, I definitely heard of that one. Yeah, at the end he finds out the... The secret ingredients of Soylent Green that the cracker they've all been eating is people. It's people! Bum, bum. Uh, it's people! <laughs> That's the end. It's people! 
That's a good one. Or um, the original Westworld, which I don't know if you know this, Austin, because you like Jurassic Park, right? Oh, yeah. Jurassic Park is phenomenal. Okay. Did you ever read the book by Michael Crichton? Yeah, at, recently. Like, very recently. Okay, so I don't know if you know this, but Michael Crichton was a film director before. While he was writing books, too, and in the 70s, late 70s, he directed Westworld, which was off of one of his books. Westworld is now a TV show that sucks. Um, it started out great, but basically Westworld is in the future where rich people can pay to go to an island where you live on their, like, vacationing. But you can go to any type of world you want. You can go to, like, a Native American world, a medieval times world. You can go to Westworld, which is all Wild West. And every person in there besides the tourists are all androids. Well, <clears throat> essentially one of the androids gets smart and asks the famous question that every android in every fucking movie ever made ask, which is who is my maker and why? Goes crazy, takes over the fucking Westworld, blah, blah, blah. That's a, yeah, so it's a Michael Crichton book, I believe. And then it's a movie that he directed as well. I had no idea that Michael Crichton was a director. I just always thought he was the dude that wrote Jurassic Park. And then some science fiction story about time travel. Yeah, so I, didn't, something I didn't know find. that. I didn't know he did both either. Right, I was like, what the fuck? I knew it was a Michael Crichton book, but I was like, I didn't know there was a movie. I knew there was a TV show. The movie's old as fuck. It's like late 70s, but I guess he directed it. So I was like, wow, I did not know how old he really was. You know what? That's a good question. Let's figure out how old Michael Crichton is. Hold on. We're going down a rabbit hole for just a quick minute. Michael, not Michelle. God damn it. I always get Michael and Michelle mixed up. We have a, um, whenever someone orders something, it pulls their name off their debit card. Huh. And he's always. Michelle. Look, look down and see Michelle. And Michelle. Like, Michael! And I go, wait a minute. Oh, dude, I didn't know he was dead. He died in November 4, 2008. Damn, he's been dead a How? long time. Yeah, I didn't know that. So he didn't get to enjoy the success of Jurassic World. Let's see here. He was 66 years old. Damn, he was pretty young, actually. How the hell did he die? Um, let's see. Um, Crichton was criticized for his contrarian position on scientific issues, most notably his views on climate change. Yeah, I can see that. Hold on, how did he die? Because he was pretty young. I'm looking at this now. I'm like, what the hell? According to Crichton's brother Douglas, Crichton was diagnosed with lymphoma. In early 2008, in accordance with the private way in which Crichton lived, his cancer was not made public until his death. He was undergoing chemotherapy treatment at the time of his death, and Crichton's physicians and relatives have been expecting him to recover. He died at the age of 66 on November 4, 2008. Oh, damn. Thanks, Let's Obama. see. I know, dude. Let's blame Obama for this one. What was he responsible for, though? Because he's mostly known for Jurassic Park. So let's see here. <clears throat> His literary works heavily feature technology and are usually within the science fiction techno thriller. 
Done. So he's written 26 novels, including The Terminal Man. I've never heard of that. The Great Train Robbery. I've heard of that. Congo. I've heard of that. Spear. That's a pretty good one. Jurassic Park. Damn, he wrote Rising Sun. Disclosure. The Lost World, which that's a funny story, by the way. He wrote that book because he was pressured into doing this, <laughs> doing a book so they could do a sequel for Jurassic Park, which ended up being a disaster. What the hell? He wrote the book next. That's a movie, too. Damn, he's responsible for a lot of shit. I didn't realize that. He's like, damn, Steven Spielberg. Dude, Steven Spielberg apparently attended his funeral. That is fucking crazy. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm thinking of a different next. That is not the movie I thought of. What's this one? We can uh, take a quick break. We need to talk about Arby's and how they have a cheeseburger now. They have a cheeseburger? Are you ready for this? Do it. It's good. Wait, you had it? It's like really good. I've eaten it two days in a row. See, I've never had it, and I got a coworker that's in love with RV, so I might have to ask him his criticism on it. So, like, damn, I never thought I'd live to see a day where Arby's did fucking cheeseburgers. What the hell? Dude, it's like a <clears throat> good, like, thick patty on a bun. You can get it bacon ranch, or you can get it just regular. And the only ranch on this planet I like... Is from Arby's. Arby's has this Parmesan peppercorn ranch. Damn, that does sound pretty good. It's so good. They used to have a chicken cheddar ranch sandwich, which is like chicken tenders and um, cheddar cheese ranch on a bun with lettuce. It was so good. You get two for six. But they don't discontinue that. So I always just get a, I usually just get a chicken sandwich with that Parmesan ranch on it. But they had this hamburger, and she goes, well, the chicken Parmesan, the um, hamburger has Parmesan ranch on it. Do you want to try that? I was like, sure. Phenomenal. Really good. <clears throat> I mean, it's better than a McDonald's cheeseburger. It's better than a Wendy's cheeseburger. Well, I will say I've had their, um, their buffalo chicken slider, man, that shit is fucking amazing. Have you had those yet? Yeah, people are sleeping on Arby's. No, Arby's is very good, man. Me and Chanel love it, but it's one of those things where, like, it's super expensive. And with a family, it's hard to do, but the family is not a fan of it like we are. So we don't get our way as much as we'd like to. But I love Arby's, man. I fucking, I'd rather Arby's than Burger King wendy's any place really although wendy's is kind of interesting did you see they have like fucking garlic fries now yeah apparently they're really really good yeah they are actually they remind me of a smash burger so smash burger does like some garlic olive oil some shit fries which are pretty damn phenomenal so it's you know it's very familiar and what i like is that they're the regular fries too so it's not like small or anything like that they're not like the shoe horse or whatever they call that shit that you know what i mean they're pretty good, and they have a new sandwich, too. It's chicken, and it's a hamburger, but it has 
a big ass fucking mozzarella puck on it. Yes, yeah, so with marinara like, sauce. So they did Dude, that same, the exact same time as Burger King. Of course. I wouldn't try it from Burger King, though. I don't know, dude. Burger King's kind of sketch. I hate Burger King so much. The, the only thing I like from Burger King, like, without a doubt, is their fucking, <clears throat> their spicy chicken sandwich. That shit's delicious. It's greasy. It's definitely better than their stupid chicken sub sandwich they have. You know I'm talking about that long-ass chicken sandwich that tastes like shit. Yeah. This one, it's almost like a chicken club, dude. It's so fucking good. And if you get it spicy, it's even better. But I'm not really a big fan of Burger King. I prefer to go there so I don't have to go to McDonald's. Because I just don't like McDonald's. I love their fries. And unfortunately, they have the best Coke. They've got, it's like cocaine, man. It's fucking, I love it. If I could just go to McDonald's to get the drink, then I can go elsewhere to get the food. Yeah, I, I there over on in West <clears throat> there is a, a hamburger stand across the street from a McDonald's. That's all I do. I go get my food from a hamburger stand and go across and get my drink from McDonald's. That's pretty fucking smart because hamburger stands amazing too. I like hamburger stand. I love. I like A and W too. Uh, so, I have never had A and W. It's pretty good. I mean, it's worth trying at least once. Got to get there. Um, I think it's the number eight, the A8, or no, it's the A11 or whatever. It's literally just a cheeseburger. And you get some fries with it. Ah, dude, it's their original. It's fucking amazing. Their cheese curds are pretty good. I don't like their soda selection. They only have uh, Pepsi products. I fucking hate Pepsi. So I'll either get a Diet Pepsi, but most A&Ws I go to, they're out of Diet Pepsi. So I'm stuck getting the Wild Cherry Pepsi, which ain't bad. I do like Wild Cherry Pepsi. It's pretty good. Yeah, if I have to eat Pepsi, my... it's got to be cherry. All right. They make a good cherry. Like, I don't like regular Pepsi. I love Diet, dude. I think Diet Pepsi tastes way better than regular Pepsi. And it's really the only good Diet Pop, in my opinion. I'm drinking one right now. <clears throat> diet Pepsi is like the, the king in the house. Because we like... Uh, Diet Pepsi. We're pretty big fans of the Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. That's pretty good. It's very a very familiar Dr. Pepper like taste, but you can definitely taste the Splenda. So I mean for some people it's kind of gross, but you know, we enjoy it. I've actually been going on this kick, dude. I don't know if you've tried it yet, but you go to King Supers. So I think we can all agree King Supers has like the best chicken in terms of like retail stores. So, like fried chicken, yeah, because they've got that Chester's inside there. Yeah, they got the best fried chicken. Well, I went there one day, and I found out they had these chicken strips that were Nashville, Tennessee flavor. Dude, they're fucking right? good. Have you had them yet? No, I have not. Yeah, it's fried chicken, but it's doused in this Nashville hot sauce. Oh my god, it's so good, man! Fucking. The only thing it needs is a little bit of salt. You just pour some salt on it, microwave that shit, because buying it hot is more expensive. It's so good, though, dude. I crave it. Every time we walk in there, I'm like, dude, I want some of that Nashville shit. Or even their fried chicken is good, because I hate KFC. KFC is absolutely disgusting. Love Church's chicken. Dude, Popeye's KFC, is okay. KFC has a macaroni and cheese bowl. 
I use a giant bowl of macaroni and cheese and popcorn chicken, and it's awesome, and I eat it all the time. The macaroni and cheese bowl? Yeah. From KFC. Yeah. I never go to KFC. I never. I want fried chicken to go to KFC, but it's macaroni and cheese bowl. It's just a big bowl of macaroni and cheese. There's like four, well, it's like five bucks. The only thing KFC has ever done that I actually enjoyed probably was the gravy. Not the mashed potatoes, just the gravy. I'd get a biscuit and dip it in there. That's it, dude. I fucking hate their fried chicken. I don't like mashed potatoes, so I never gave that much of a chance. But Church's is my go-to. But they fucking took away the hot wings, dude. They have 20 hot nuggets you can get. <laughs> it's not there anymore. And then I did try Raising Cane's a while back, and I fucking loved it. I thought it was delicious, but it was really overpriced, dude. I paid like $16 for my meal. It's overpriced, and it's bland. You got to get that sauce, man. That Raising Cane sauce is what made it. The fries were pretty fucking bland. They have a honey mustard I found out that's pretty good. Raising Cane's is uh, such good sweet tea. Yeah, dude. I want to try it because... Everyone talks about it, and they sell it literally by the fucking gallon. So I legit thought about going and getting one. Buy a gallon of sweet tea from Raising Cane's. I'm going to do it next time. Because we were there, me and Chanel, I was like, dude, I might get this gallon. They fill up the gallon, and it goes in the fridge and just sits there until they sell it. Dude, that sounds... I love sweet tea, man. I'm like... no. So I really don't like hot... He goes sour like half the time. And you buy it, and it's trash. Right. Like, uh, you know the store brand, the fucking Lipton tea? That shit's disgusting. Dude, only but, like pre-made bottled tea I eat is Pure Leaf. Yeah. Milo's. Best stuff on the planet. Milo's is pretty good. I do like Church's tea as well. I've had that. But the problem is they give it to you in a fucking bag now. It was like an adult Capri Sun. It's awesome. Yeah, it's a big-ass bag. You're like, what the fuck? You can pop a hole in it and just drink it like that. It's like that meme I showed you. How much do you love tea? And he's like, this much. And he's got the bucket in front of him. <laughs> dude, sweet tea is where it's at. I just don't like fucking warm tea, dude. Warm tea's nasty unless you're sick. That's what it's for. I'm really anti-warm tea just like I'm anti-cold coffee. Coffee is not supposed to be cold. Only basic ass people drink cold coffee, <laughs> but a lot of people love hot or cold, not lukewarm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, all right, I guess there's some stuff that's like the cold coffee that's okay, but that shit's so nasty man i'd rather just have an energy drink and i'm afraid of those i'm super terrified of energy drinks dude i refuse to drink them very rarely will you see me with one ow damn it hold on one second well you're fucking with my mic and shit again okay so but yeah if you ever get a chance check out that tennessee fucking nashville hot uh, hot chicken from fucking king supers that shit's phenomenal. The only thing from King Supers that I just refuse to eat is their um, popcorn chicken. It's really not that good. 
It tastes like Walmart. Like it's almost very like familiar. It's like the same product almost. You read Safeway's chicken wings? No, I don't think I have. Are they any good? Oh, they're so good. Dude, what's this about Safeway buying out Kroger? I didn't even think Safeway no, was no, like that. Other way around. Oh, Kroger's buying Safeway. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was going to say, dude, Safeway, I thought they were like really struggling. How the hell did they have money to buy Kroger? Because yeah. I remember they bought um, Albertsons, which I fucking miss. Yeah, they bought Albertsons, and then now Kroger owns both. God damn, that's crazy. So Kroger's buying Safeway. Okay, that kind of makes sense. I mean, it's a little bit of a monopoly, but Safeway is pricey in comparison, man. It's fucking expensive. Kroger said they're they, going. They said they're going to operate Safeway and um, King Supers separately, so they'll still compete. Oh, so it'll, oh, that's actually pretty smart. That's a good way to get them to get up revenue. Well, it's like when you go to all the employees and go, all right, the winner that wins this competition gets a $50 gift card. <laughs> and the company makes the money anyway. You know, um, what I wish would happen is that somebody would buy out fucking Walmart. I hate Walmart. I'm to the point where I refuse to go, dude. We shop at Target now and it's so fucking expensive, but I just absolutely refuse to go to fucking Walmart. We'll go to King Supers for like cheap shit. Apparently, there's talks of Amazon opening a store like a Walmart. Yeah, I heard that, too, because I don't know if you know this, dude, but they do have, it's called Amazon Basics or Amazon Fresh. Yeah. So, Amazon Fresh has their own, like, format of, like, foods, and I bought some chips and salsa from them, and, dude, it was fucking delicious. It was, like, something from Chipotle or something, dude. And then they have, like, yeah, they've got their own spaghetti sauce and their own sugar and all this. I'm like, well, at this point, they might as well open up a fucking store. Because what they're doing is they, they're testing out a bunch of things through Whole Foods. And then what what works in Whole Foods, they'll move to that. They'll make a big store. So I don't know if I. It's one of those things where it's like, ah. Uh, Sure, it's an alternate, but it's still a giant conglomerate organization. With oh, dude, billion. they're the fucking devil. But I buy from them all the time. I fall for it. It's that um, it's the convenience thing. Well, yeah, dude. It's also much cheaper too. It's like way fucking cheaper if you get from Amazon compared to going to the store. Yeah, on a lot of things. Well, like, they have things you can't really find at the store, too. And shady and stuff. I don't want to support them. But if I have to spend 30 more dollars and drive to the store. Yeah, on top of that, like, that's ridiculous. But, yeah, some of their shit is kind of questionable. You're like, dude, I bought so many screen protectors, like camera protectors for my phone. They used to be good. Now they just fall off and shit. I'm like, God, dude, it's like multiple companies all on Amazon. And Amazon's like a big-ass corporation, dude. It's it's weird, but they did um, – I guess they're buying out AMC. And so how it's going to work is they're going to operate AMC theater chain still. So they'll put movies in theaters for AMC, but they'll also be on Amazon because they'll be Amazon Prime originals. So that's kind of smart. 
don't know. The way that they run that thing is made me feel dirty when I order from them. Well, that, not to mention the way their employees get treated. I'm sure you've heard all the horror stories. Right. Like, I've heard it's in comparison with Walmart, if not worse. But I'm like, I don't know, man. I worked for Walmart. That place sucked oh, ass. It's Apparently, it's way worse. And it's not... Amazon doesn't treat their employees like crap. Amazon hires, um... Like, private contract groups. They treat their employees like crap, but... It's still bad because they don't um, they don't do anything about it. No, of course not. They're probably lawyered out the ass too, so nobody can do shit. That's what we call a billion dollar corporation, like Jeff Bezos when he was getting his divorce. His wife was getting nine billion, but she wanted more because she helped create the concept with him. She's like, "I'm worth more than that," but I'm sitting here going, "Dude, you will never physically." blow through nine billion in your entire life. There's no fucking way. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like this lady went from the went from like she became the richest woman in the planet overnight. Basically, yeah, and even through a divorce she's still gonna be a rich woman. Well, because of the divorce is what got her to become the richest woman ever. Like, the moment he signed that paper, she became the richest woman ever. Overnight. Well, and who would have thought that Amazon would go from selling stuff online, like pencils and shit, all the way to making movies and making grocery products, as well as tablets and pretty soon phones. They went from an online bookstore to... Walmart online. Right. They're the reason that Borders went out of business. I'm sure you remember Borders. They put, they nearly put Best Buy out of business, but Best Buy got with it and started selling more moderate shit like speakers and car stuff. Yeah. And with um, one of the big things, um, Best Buy is that started selling, um, you know, appliances. That's really. Oh yeah, they sell. They smell like they sell like coffee mugs and shit now, like smart coffee mugs, and all types of appliances. But you know, Amazon almost put them out. They put Media Play out, which I've talked to you about numerous times on the show. That was one of my favorite places to go. But all these places suffered. Ironically, not Walmart yet. I don't care for either company that much but if one can crush the other i would really beg for amazon to put walmart out of business well i i would like for there to be another big retail store in the same area that is competition this competition's good for competition just good for ever for the consumers well yeah it's good for business because if Amazon is selling flat screen TVs, 75-inch Fire Stick TVs for $330, Walmart will up their game and sell you that same TV, same product, same company, Amazon and everything, for like 100 bucks less. Sometimes they do that shit. Or Amazon, you know, vice versa. Competition's very good. And I'm not going to lie, I've fallen for that fucking Apple a couple times because, like, I'll find something on Amazon I want, and it's cheaper on Walmart. Right. 
But yeah, I don't. My biggest thing is I don't like supporting the devil. Like, I'm that fucking millennial that's like support local. You know how you hear all the fucking liberals saying that shit. I'm kind of understanding it. Stop at Walmart. Uh, support local or local. <laughs> support local on their phone, an iPhone, in a Starbucks with free Wi-Fi. It's, it's amazing, but unfortunately, my dog, we've hit the end of the road because I have an early morning. I'm sure you do as well. Got to work to keep the government off our back and shit. Uh, thanks, guys, for listening. As always, if you like what you heard here, check out the backlog at the home base. That is thegreatgirthpodcast.com. Again, for all the ghetto white people in the background, that is thegreatgirthpodcast.com. The I am Tony. Here with my buddy Austin. Austin, sir, I will see you the next time around. Adios.